Las Vegas Concert 2017, Orlando Nightclub 2016, Virginia Tech 2007, Sandy Hook Elementary 2012, Sutherland Springs Church 2017, Lubies 1991, El Paso Walmart 2019, San Ysredo McDonald's, 1984, Rob Elementary School, 2022, Lewiston, 2023, University of Texas, 1966, Parkland High School, 2018, Fort Hood, 2009, San Bernardino, 2015, Edmond Post Office, 1986, Columbine High School, 1999, Bingington, 2009. Aurora Theater, 2012. Thousand Oaks, 2018. Washington Navy Yard, 2013. Virginia Beach, 2019. Monterey Park, 2023. Pittsburgh Synagogue, 2018. Geneva County, 2009. Buffalo Supermarket, 2022. Boulder, Colorado, 2021. Waukesha, Wisconsin, 2021. Tucson, Arizona, 2011. Emmanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church, 2015. The list goes on and on. Even at a congressional baseball game in D.C., these are shootings, mass shootings, but there's many more that I did not mention. Many more deaths, many more injuries, many more families grieving, many more people in communities traumatized. All because of the lax gun laws here in this country. There have been many people that have taken up the fight. Taken up the fight to change gun laws in this country. Not to necessarily infringe on someone's Second Amendment right, but to in the carnage that occurs every day, every hour in this country. In this country, like no other country in this world, where gun violence is a horrific pandemic. On this show of the Alvin Gallery Show, I have two wonderful guests. Marty Diva Lattes, who is a mom demand action director and event coordinator for North Foothills organization. And Patricia Maesh, who is a survivor of the shooting in Tucson that injured then Representative Gabby Giffords and 18 other individuals and six people were killed, including a nine-year-old girl, a federal judge, and others. They will talk about gun violence in this country, how we can overcome this this, pan, this this pandemic of gun violence and how we must gather to support survivors of gun violence on this segment of the Alvin Galloway Show. So stay tuned to the Alvin Galloway Show here on KRDP 90.7 FM in the East Valley streaming at Listen. The number two, krdp.com. Papa, 
I'm jazz artist Brettina, and I love listening to The Alvin Galloway Show every Sunday for conversation, information, music, and culture. So stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up on The Alvin Galloway Show. How do we see our lives? Is it everything we have? All right, this is The Alvin Galloway Show here on KRDP. And uh, I'm with members of Moms Demand Action. It's a uh, organization that is trying to curtail um, gun violence in the United States. And I have two very important uh, guests today. And uh, one of the guests is uh, Miss uh, Patricia Mesh, who is a survivor of the January 8th, 2011 shooting in Tucson, uh, which uh, Arizona Representative Gabby Gifford and others, I would say 18 others, were were shot and six died, including a federal judge and a uh, six-year-old girl uh, when uh, Representative Gifford was uh, meeting with her constituents at a uh, shopping center in Tucson. And uh, actually, this January 8th marked the, I believe, the 13th year of that uh, incident down in Tucson. Then I also have uh, Marty DeVolitis. Marty DeVolitis is a member of the Moms Demand Action of North Foothills uh, organization and she has uh, organized a number of events for survivors of gun violence. And uh, we're going to learn more about them and what they're doing now uh, here in Arizona uh, to try to curtail gun violence and uh, assist survivors uh, in, this, in this country. I would say the state and the country everywhere. So stay tuned to the Alvin Galloway Show here on KRDP.
Look inside yourself. Edward Krawchuk. All right, uh, we're back with uh, members of Moms Demand Action. And I want to start with uh, Patricia Mace. And uh, if you can go into a little bit about uh, the occurrence on January 8th in which you survived that uh, horrific incident down in Tucson. Well, I am a very fortunate, physically uninjured survivor of that shooting. But I always tell people emotional wounds are real, true wounds. Mm. And just a little aside, it was Christina Taylor Green was nine years old, not oh, six nine. Years okay. Old. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, and and that's okay. She was still a little girl, and she deserves to be here. She's been dead now longer than she's been alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came that day to see my representative because it had been a contentious election with a young man who was kind of crazy, I guess. Not not mentally. He's just kind of a crazy guy. And Sarah Palin had put a, a target on Gabby. And it was very contentious. And I knew there were people that would be there that were going to have nasty things to say. Mm. And I wanted to be there to thank her for the help voting for uh, Obamacare and a couple of other things. Um, But I got there early, went in the grocery store. And according to my U.S. attorney, they have a, a, a photo of me standing fairly close to the young man who did this atrocity Mm. Uh, but i came out when i went in there was only three people and gabe zimmerman told me he would take people in order and when i came out of course there was already a bunch of people so i decided just to go to the end of the line which may have saved my life um so i was just standing there eavesdropping on everybody that was around me nobody everybody that was there Nobody knew each other. Mm -hmm. So we were all strangers. And all of a sudden, there was a loud bang. And I've never shot a gun, but I knew it was a shot. Mm -hmm. And so that young man, in less than 20 seconds, shot off 33 rounds. And that, the NRA likes to say, there's no way to stop. The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And I call BS. I Mm. don't know if you can print that. (laughs) But I I call BS because two good guys without guns, Roger Salzgeber and Bill Badger, Bill with a flesh wound that we didn't know how bad it was at the time, they traveled in behind this young man and they knocked him to the ground. And in that less than 20 seconds it's amazing how sometimes your mind can work but i was able to say to myself i can't run north because i'll be a target and i can't run to the west because i'll do a target can't run to the south because i'll be a target and so i had no place to go and i just laid down on the sidewalk and the woman next to me was shot three times he was the last person he shot Mary Reed survived. She was protecting her daughter, Mm. and he shot her in both arms and then in the back. And um, so he had run out of ammunition, and that's when Bill and Roger tackled him. And they tackled him nearly on top of me. And because of their heroics, I was able to take a loaded magazine, a fully loaded magazine, away from him as he was taking it out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, I, I knelt on both of his ankles, one knee on each ankle while Bill and Roger secured his upper body until the uh, authorities got here. Wow, that is, that is something. Um, over, over the years, I, I know you still have that vivid memory um, of that incident, what has helped you, uh, you know, go through each day? Um, is the process of trying to 
make some legislation to combat uh, gun violence or how, how has it been for you? Well, I like to put it this way. It's always with me. It's either at my back, right beside me or in my face. And you know, that little girl, Christina Taylor Green, that was nine years old, whenever I start to take a deep breath and feel exhausted, I just think about her parents and how they have it always in their face. Mm -hmm. And that keeps me going. And the. Uh oh, I think we lost you. You went, you went mute on. Okay. That have had a different experience than me. I like to say that there's concentric circles of gun violence survivors. Uh, Roxana and John Green, they're in the center. Their little girl was murdered that day. I'm somewhere on the outer edge looking in, and I feel like if I don't take some kind of action and stay in the game, then shame on me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, how did you get involved with Mom's Demand Action? Well, it was almost two years after our atrocity that the Sandy Hook atrocity happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been involved with Mayors Against Illegal Guns, which was a Bloomberg organization. Mm-hmm. Well, Shannon Watts started Mom's Demand Action right after the Sandy Hook shooting. She was, at that point, a stay-at-home mom, and uh, it just infuriated her, and so she started this Facebook group called Moms Demand Action. I don't think it was called that at the beginning, but that's what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Bloomberg liked her, her way of dealing with this, because moms are going to be protective of their kids. Right. And so Bloomberg started an umbrella organization called Everytown. So it took Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America under its umbrella. It took Mayors Against Illegal Guns under its umbrella and then started a survivors group. So Survivors of Gun Violence. And then eventually, after Parkland, they started Students Demand Action. So that's an umbrella of, what did I say, four or five different components of gun violence activists Mm -hmm. and when mom started that's when i started okay all right this is the alvin galloway show on krdp and we'll be back with mom's demand action director of the of the north foothill mom's demand action organization marty debilites and a survivor of the 2011 Tucson shooting, which injured Representative Gabby Giffords and 18 others and killed six individuals. Miss Patricia Mace. Thank you for listening to KRDP. Each month, we incur many expenses to bring you this independent community radio voice, and we need your financial support. There are five different ways you can support KRDP. First, you can tune in and listen to our programming on 90.7 FM in the East Valley via TuneIn or by telling Alexa, play KRDP 90.7 FM. Second, you can become a one-time donor. Third, you can become a sustaining monthly donor. Fourth, If you own or are associated with a business, your company can become a business sponsor. Finally, you can donate to KRDP via the Fry's Rewards Community Partners Program. When joining Fry's Program, use code CD289. That is C as in coffee, D as in donate, 289 to designate a portion of food purchases as a donation to KRDP. Thanks for your support of KRDP.
because without your support, you would not be listening to the Alvin Galloway Show or any of KRDP's fantastic programming. Just we shouldn't care. I should just Marty, and how did your um, activities uh, develop? How did you get involved uh, with Moms Against uh, Moms Demand Action? Where I am, uh, I lead a, a Moms Demand Action group called the North Foothills Group, which is formed uh, last uh, June. Uh, and um, our first event was a, a, a demonstration on Carefree Highway to ban assault weapons on Mother's Day, and it was a big success. So the group has taken off since then, and we've uh, organized another uh, number of events, uh, especially one we have coming up to honor survivors. Okay. Well, I first learned about Moms Demand Action when I was living up in Flagstaff, mm -hmm. and the local group leads uh, uh, met me. at. I had gone to some events. I was taking finishing a master's at NAU at the time and uh, they wrote me in <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, explained what Moms Demand Action was about and that we were trying to go for uh, just helping people to understand how they can be more safe, how they can help uh, uh, to reduce gun violence in the country and uh, how to um, uh, just take action to uh, tried to get some decent legislation, mm -hmm. uh, we, which we have virtually done in Arizona for gun safety. So so Moms Demand in Action is a 501c4 organization, and we do we do show up at the Capitol, boy. Right. We show up in, in in numbers. We just were there on opening day in a large group and and um and try and we call in all our friends. We call in all the other organizations, gun safety organizations and and uh, groups like survivors and try to get us all there to show that that we care and we're going to be there and we're going to be letting them know 
you know, that we need gun safety regulations. I mean, it's just down to that, it, it, to save lives. The right. whole purpose of Moms Demand Action and every town and all these efforts we make is to save lives and to support those who have been impacted by gun violence in the country. And Pat is, is definitely uh, the ultimate example of that. And she has taken her tragedy and turned it into tremendous action in her community she she's there to speak for us if we need her and um she sets an example for other survivors to come forward and tell their story which is something that has been found to be very helpful isn't that right pat i agree i agree and and uh i think you gave me more credit than i'm due but thank you for that kind word <laughs> No, well, it's true. So, so when I came down to um, to to live in a New River, um, near family, my I have my cousins here that I'm very close with, and her mother is very geriatric, so she needed some help. So I came down here, and I immediately got involved in the area. Uh, uh, because in this area in particular, people, uh, you know, are extremely hostile toward any sort of gun sense legislation. Mm -hmm. They just been taught that anything that has to do with gun safety legislation means that Obama's still gonna come get their guns. Mm -hmm. I don't think he showed up yet, yeah, but right. they're still waiting on him. So, mm -hmm. so with that kind of thinking, it's like, how do you reach out to people like that so you can help them to save their kids through the Be Smart program, which is just about, that's a program, uh, our 501c3 program, that is just about safe gun storage. If we just stored our guns safely, all these kids that are dying from uh, finding their parents' guns and committing suicide or, or accidentally killing someone else, that would end right. if people just locked up their guns. So that's a program that we're really pushing in the New River Anthem area uh, is just, you know, we don't care if you have guns. Just lock them up, mm -hmm. lock them up so that people, especially our veterans, uh, that's another group between the kids and the veterans. We have really high suicide rates with guns. So that's what we're that's what we're addressing. And, and uh, we try to develop events and programs that can can inform communities and help people come together to help each other. Have parents ask, hey, do you have any guns in the house before my kids comes over? that's a question that needs to be asked mm -hmm. and that people are afraid to do it, you know? So, so our effort is really just to make people aware uh, about gun safety, the need for some important legislation to help us to keep guns out of the wrong hands, such as in domestic violence situations or people who have been convicted of crimes or, or other way are danger to themselves or others. And that's just common sense. Right. And in all the states and places where they've instituted these kinds of laws, they've really worked mm -hmm. and they've made a difference. And that's probably why Moms Demand Action in every town for gun safety has grown to over 10 million volunteers in this country. We have we have groups in every state in the country. Yeah. It's because there's that many people who have been impacted by gun violence enough to join a group to do something about it. Yes. Um, you have an event coming up on Valentine's Day. Uh, tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Well, it's it's Valentine's. Uh, it's called Valentine's for Survivors. It's going to be at the Anthem Amphitheater on February fourteenth from five to seven, and um, we are inviting all kinds of groups uh, to come. So uh, civic groups and especially the veterans groups to have tables at our event and uh the amphitheater is really a beautiful location we're planning to have music we're planning to have uh, a candlelight uh walk through the park after the program uh we're going to be doing some sing-alongs uh and we're going to have survivors uh pat's been kind enough to say that she'll come up and help us uh make sure we have a good survivors program and speak for us at least. And uh, I'm busy looking, uh, contacting area people to find our local survivors, mm -hmm. you know, and give them an opportunity to come and and tell us what happened to them and for us to show our support to them. So um, we're happy for people to come. Uh, it's very easy. You can um, RSVP uh, through um, 
I think Moms Demand Action events, it should be there. So you can just go to momsdemandaction.org and look at events for Arizona and we should come up. Our Valentine's uh, vigil should come up. But it's 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 just it's the first time they've had anything like this in Anthem. Mm -hmm. um, and we're really uh, proud and grateful that the Anthem community has stepped up to allow us to uh, to do this in in their community. So um, so we're very excited about it. And um, we're looking, of course, for any kind of support or donations that people might want to to share to help us make this a uh, successful event. That's but great. we'd love to have people come, especially veterans. Uh, we're trying to gather up veterans in the state so we can honor them. Or any other survivors that would like to come and speak can contact me. Right. You know, I, if it, it really puzzles me um, that you have so many, I'll say, politicians and other people who keep pushing the idea of, you know, they got to have a gun. They got to have this gun. Um, and I, I'm, I'm originally from Illinois, and when I came out here to go to college, um, I would see, back in those days, you see people have guns on the back of their trucks on the racks, and, and, okay. I, would, and I would see individuals, you know, some walking down the street with a gun on, on in a holster, and I was like, wow, this this is the Wild West, you know. Um, but after so many shootings uh, and killings in, in schools and uh, stores and wherever it may be, I can't see why this is such a hard problem for uh, those who make the laws to change them, you know. Well, you have to look at the influence of the NRA mm -hmm. and how many politicians have been bought by the NRA. Right. And even though the NRA right now is going through bankruptcy, they, they scandal after scandal, mm -hmm. and and it, it's just an example. I mean, when I was growing up, the NRA was the best thing around. I mean, it, it yeah, I heard that it morphed into it something was, totally different. It was, it was wonderful, mm -hmm. but power corrupts. You know, mm. power corrupts and they the gun lobby pumps so much money into that organization and so much money into politicians like, hey, how about Ted Cruz? Remember mm. right. the confrontation he had? You know, it's like these people are just bought and paid for and they are completely irrational when it comes to taking an honest look at sensible legislation. They don't want to negotiate. Mm. They don't want to and they don't have to. Because they can sell more guns if there's no regulations. Right. And so so that the gun industry can make its profits, we have all this carnage in our country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's uh, about power and greed. Right, yeah. right. Absolutely. Eric, Swal Eric Swalwell, Representative Eric Swalwell from California, put a question to the legislators in D.C. and said, do you prefer the killers or the kids? And the answer is they prefer the killers. Mm -hmm. They killers. prefer killers over kids because of their power and greed with the NRA and the gun manufacturers. It's it's absolutely totally disgusting. Yeah, and and I, I uh, heard somewhere one of the news programs I can't remember exactly which one, but that you know like some police departments. Uh, acquire guns through whatever means through some kind of crime or whatever and they sell them or some a company obtains them and is supposed to melt them down or destroy them and everything but they only what they do is they take a little part out or whatever and then they can sell the rest of it and say that it's okay you know it's Floyd uh in Arizona, there is actually a law that prevents law enforcement in, from destroying guns. Mm. So you have a murder weapon like the weapon in, in the Gifford shooting. The, it, obviously, it's in police custody. They have to sell that. They can't destroy it. And they can't give it to somebody to destroy it. And they're and not... that happens that the legislature in Phoenix... Um, our ally, Steve Kazachek is a city councilman, and we had a gun buyback that he organized right, right. after 
we did that buyback, the legislature decided no governmental organization could do a buyback. They all had to be offered to gun dealers or for sale. You can still do gun buybacks if you're a private organization, like churches can do that. But I talked to one of the legislators, I can't remember who it was after they instituted that, and I said, you're targeting, that's a, and that's a horrible word, you're targeting Tucson because you don't like us and you don't, you want to be in control. And the guy said, yeah, send Steve Kazachek up my way. I'll have a chat with him. So, you know, we feel like we're the stepkids down here mm -hmm. that the legislature's making rules for certain size communities. And they usually, that usually means Tucson, uh, Flagstaff, and I think, I don't know about Phoenix, but they usually say, okay, if your population is between this and this, this law applies to you. And that's, they've done a lot of that to Tucson, including that we couldn't do a gun buyback anymore. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's you know, they it, it's almost poisonous the way they try in every way to stop any sort of sensible gun legislation. It's right. just crazy it is crazy it makes it no crazy. sense but. right absolutely and i i, I uh, seen recently uh, i think mexico is suing um several companies gun companies uh, because of the trafficking into mexico uh with their their guns and i think in a lot of the uh, gun show organizations some of them here in arizona are part of that lawsuit do you think we'll ever get to a point that, you know, you have regulation that's uh, banning assault weapons again um, and uh, laws where uh, if somebody has some kind of, uh, I'll say, mental illness or, you know, something where they can, the family can take away the gun or the, you know, whatever laws. Do you think we'll ever get to the point that those things will come to fruition in we can reduce yes. our our shooting is a perfect example that we had had red flag laws or mm. purple laws uh, in emergency protection orders of protection. So the community failed us that day. The military knew that that young man was a danger. Mm. His parents knew he was a danger. They took his keys away from him. He just got a cab to come and kill people. Um, this, the college knew that he was a danger. He, they expelled him until he got mental health. So if we had had uh, a red flag law, then his parents could have reported him. And I've been told, oh, well, it could just be revenge. You know, your girlfriend reports you. And there is considerable consequences in states that have erpos or red flag laws there it is a felony to misreport so there are protections and it's not cheap to do that you still have to go through um through a judge so it's not like you can just go to your local sheriff or police chief and say hey this guy needs to have his guns taken away there are protections for the gun owners mm -hmm. and there are serious consequences for misreporting but we did not have to have this tragedy in Tucson, mm -hmm. just like they didn't have to have tragedies all over the country if they had had reasonable gun laws. And in answer, Floyd, to your question of will we ever, yes, we can. And there's a very simple way to do it, the same way that they did it in Michigan, the same way they've done it, I think, up in Illinois. And that is they vote in the people, the gun sense candidates, they're going to vote for gun sense legislation. And when you do that, then you'll have a majority and you can go ahead and and in, institute these laws. That's what they're up in Michigan, boy, one after another. They're getting their gun safety legislation done. They're doing a lot of other things now that they can because of this. You know, they've been able to uh, the Democrats have have taken the majority in the state right. democrats you, you know people you know have all this crazy stuff about liberals and how we're crazy and how we're out to destroy the universe that's all nonsense right. it's all nonsense democrats care 
Democrats care if the kid has food at school. Democrats care if a woman has rights for her body. Democrats care if we if to get involved in the community and to help survivors and to help others. You know, that's what we're at. We're trying to get. We care about the climate. We care right. about things that are important for all people, yes. all people in this country, not just for our own little group. You know, but it's the it's the decision between do you believe in democracy where we all work together to get things we come together to get things done? Or do you believe in autocracy where we allow the rich to rule over us? Mm. What, what, what do you want? Right, right. And well, Al, I recently encountered my congressman, Juan Siscamani, on an airplane where he couldn't get away from me. Mm. He was in the aisle seat. And I reminded him that I know he's considerably pro-life. And I asked him to consider those 100 plus people a day that are killed with a gun, whether they're suicide, homicide, or I don't call them accidents. I call them incidences of irresponsible gun owners. Mm. But I asked him to consider those lives in addition to the unborn lives that he is in favor of. And um, so we all need to take advantage. We all need to know what our representatives and senators look like, whether they're state or federal, and we need to be able to approach them. You shouldn't be afraid to approach them and tell them what you need from them. Right, right. This is the Alvin Galloway Show on KRDP, and we'll be back with Mom's Demand Action Director of the of the North Foothill Miles Demand Action Organization, Marty DeBelitis, and a survivor of the 2011 Tucson shooting, which injured Representative Gabby Giffords and 18 others and killed six individuals. Miss Patricia Mace. Business sponsorship on KRDP is provided by Mesa Arts Center located at 1st Street in Maine in downtown Mesa. Mesa Arts Center provides live performances, art exhibitions, and arts education classes to the public. More information available at mesaartscenter.com.
Collage. Collage. Lady Blackbird. Greg Vogt. How how would uh, how how would other people want if other people want to get involved with the organization Moms Demand Action? How would they get involved? Well, you can text join and Maddie Maddie remind me is it four six six three three? What's the code? To I, I think text? I think that is the code, but it's probably easiest just to go to momsdemandaction.org mm -hmm. and then you can say it has a little uh volunteer button or action button and that it'll ask you which state you're in it'll say arizona and then you can pick whatever uh group um in the in the in the arizona area whether if you're up in flagstaff or it, it, we're kind of uh north of phoenix you know mm -hmm. new river and uh anthem cave creek carefree and then there's East Valley, there's the East Valley group, and they go down to Gilbert, take that area. There's a group that uh, Pat is in in Tucson, and uh, then we also have our West Valley group. So you can pick the groups that's closest to you, and you'll, you'll hear from us. And uh, that way we can keep you up to date with the activities that we're doing and actions that we're taking. And uh, perhaps you might want to get involved in the Be Smart program, which we take into schools. We have a lot of great, or the Survivors Network. If you're a survivor, please sign up for our Survivors Network. And you can do that at momsdemandaction.org. Or also everytown.org gives you a good overview of all the programs that we have going for gun safety. And then also the 64433. If they That's can't it. remember that, that's 64433, you can text JOIN mm -hmm. and they'll get back with you. Good oh. for you. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Well, ladies, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this information uh, with us. Uh, definitely, uh, if you have anything else, uh, I'd love to have you back and we can talk more because we definitely have to end the gun violence that's going on in this nation. I, no other nation I know of has this amount of killings, injuries, trauma that is going on in the country uh, because of gun violence. Well, Al, you're right. And the reason Survivors Recognition Week is the first week in February is that's because by the end of January, we have had more people killed with a gun than other developed countries have in the whole year. Mm. It's, it's, so it's, it's an awareness. Yeah. 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 It's just being aware that that, you know, gun safety legislation is exactly that. It's it's just trying to come up with safeguards to protect and save lives. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's not anything that, you know, is going to come and cause you to lose your right to carry weapons. That's Unless you're crazy and you're going to hurt people, then we want to take your guns. Right, right, absolutely. And, and Sorry, uh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, before we go, say it again, uh, February, the first week in February is what again? Is National Gun, Viol Gun Violence Survivors Week. Okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I have uh, Marty DiVolitti. Yeah. <laughs> and Patricia Mesh. And you can uh, call me anything you want as long as you help me get the message out. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you so much again. And I'm going to send you. you guys one of my, my t shirts. I have a, my shirt that I have on. Uh, it says, uh, Today's a great day to make somebody's day great. And you guys have made my day great. I would love to have that. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was. Two fantastic, fantastic women uh, who are part of a group of fantastic women. Moms demand action that are fighting uh, to have sensible gun legislation in this country. Uh, because there is just too many deaths injuries um and too many families are devastated by the the killings of 
moms and dads and brothers and sisters and friends and neighbors and you name it. It doesn't have to be like this. We call ourselves a civilized country, but we are doing uncivilized things to our citizens and we must ring ring in the access the uncontrolled access to guns in this country no other country developed quote unquote developed or undeveloped has the amount of incidents with guns as we do in this country and it needs to stop there are too many funerals there's just too many hospital bills there's too much trauma that is associated with gun violence other countries like canada and australia when they have just a few incidents they take action so it doesn't happen again but here our children are killed in schools too often too often our babies are killed in schools because of someone having a gun whether they had a mental illness or not they had access to a gun in other countries you have individuals with issues with mental illness but you do not have them going into schools and killing children like we have here because they don't have the access to those weapons of destruction that they do here. So look into Moms Against Moms Demand Action. Look into Moms Demand Action organization. See what you can do as far as talking to your congressperson, talking to your council person, talking to whoever has an ability to make a decision on gun legislation in the city, state, and country. And we can we can get a handle on this. We can we can save lives. We can end the trauma the misery, the sadness, the grief that too many families have experienced, have experienced and are experiencing. This is the Alvin Galloway Show. Remember to check us out on Facebook, the Alvin Galloway Show, and check out our podcast and your favorite podcast show. And as always, especially today, Today, yes, today is a great day to make somebody's day great. We have Black History Month coming up next month. A number of events going on around the city, the valley, the state. Uh, Also, um, don't forget, on February the 2nd is the opening night of piano lessons. The August Wilson Day at the Black Theater Troupe, the Helen K. Mason's Performing Arts Center. It is a special night because uh, there's a fundraiser uh, for ASU's Project Humanities Homeless Outreach. A Taste of Humanity, Project Humanities at the Theater. To get more information on that, you can check out... Uh, the Black Theater Troops website and uh, check out everything else that will be happening. So they're trying to raise funds uh, and actually they're asking people to bring two bars of soap, a new or gently used backpack for their over 250 outreach clients that they service every other Saturday. Gotta find that peace of 
I won't buy to spread it to my eye keys. The key eye is to see blocks and then move them. In a pharaoh's hands, there's organized confusion, illusion, delusion, or is that abused in? At another man's fall, try not to find amusement. I park in a lot of peace, got it in me, but I'm not a beast. Recorded hurt and anger, it's mixed, but it's not released. Go to a perfect place, sometimes it's where my verse escapes. I know patience is gold, it's truly worth the wait. Took time with self, a lot was going on. Alone in the weeks, I found where I was strong. Life is like a poem, and it's like a zone. Freedom in the unknown, I got while I was grown. A child is born, knowledge is the key, like my bro on the horn. Peace is where we reborn. Keon Harold. Yeah, yeah, we move. 